This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. The Senate last night voting to amend a key part of the Liberal government's physician-assisted dying bill that defines who can obtain death with the help of a doctor. Derek Ross is Executive Director, Christian Legal Fellowship. He joins us today. Hello, Mr. Ross. Hello, Angela. Thank you for having me. I know there's been lots of discussion about the Senate's role in this, but uh, they have looked at what C-14 is offering, and they're saying there has to be an amendment when it comes particularly to who and at what stage in their life can actually ask for a doctor-assisted death. What are your views on this? Certainly, this is a difficult question. It's a difficult question for folks on both sides of the debate because it raises a lot of concerns, some of them uh, moral, some of them ethical, some of them legal, some of them emotional. Um, So there's no question that this is a difficult debate for many. Um, We have personal views and we have views as an organization at Christian Legal Fellowship, Angela, and uh, we are deeply concerned about the legalization of assisted suicide. We're concerned about uh, the results and the implications of that, whether they're intended or not, on broader social questions about the value of life, the equal value of life, Um, when is a life worth living and when isn't a life worth living. One of our concerns uh, about this, and I know right now the big debate is whether suicide and assisted suicide should be legalized for those who are terminal versus non-terminal, but one of our concerns is about authorizing the healthcare system, even paying healthcare providers to terminate the lives of people who are not dying, even, w- even with their consent, uh, what kind of message is that sending about the worth of their lives or the worth of lives uh, of those with similar conditions? Um, in, in our view, the state has a duty pr- to protect life. And, and there's a serious concern here that by ending the lives of patients, even, even with their consent, that we as a society are condoning the view or the message that those lives are no longer worth living. And we're concerned about the impact this might have in perpetuating negative stereotypes and attitudes that might exist about the lack of value and quality inherent in the life of a person with those conditions. And I want to be clear here that, you know, by no means would we ever suggest that this suffering isn't real, that it's simply something that can be overcome. That's not it, and we understand that. We understand that this is a very difficult and emotional and painful issue. And it's look, it's easy for us who are healthy, perhaps, to talk about it, and it's another thing uh, for those that are going through it. Um, we understand that. But for us, we think it's important to acknowledge, um, yes, there's a problem here, uh, but it's just as important for us to ask what is the appropriate solution. Uh, and for, for us, we feel that to end the lives of those who are suffering in every and any instance um, or to those to say to those simply that uh, if they seek assistance in dying that we ought to provide it to them, we don't we don't think that that is necessarily the best solution. Now, of course, there has been discussion that the way C14 is right now, it doesn't meet what the criteria was for the Supreme Court of Canada decision, and that in fact, if it goes ahead as the way it is without any amendments, it could face a constitutional challenge down the road, regardless. Right. And certainly there has been a lot of dialogue about that and discussion. Does Carter, the the original Carter decision, does it require Parliament to pass a law authorizing assisted suicide for individuals who are not terminally ill? Um, And we've uh, written about that in the past, and we've got some articles on our website that explain why we feel that Carter does not mandate assisted suicide for those who are 
not terminally ill. But even if that were in the decision, even if the decision indicated that that should be available, there's still something in our legal system uh, that's referred to as the dialogue theory that suggests that the Supreme Court of Canada has a very important role to play in the discussion about human rights and the interpretation of the Charter, but it doesn't always have to have the final word. And there can be some discussion, we call it dialogue, between the Supreme Court of Canada and Parliament, and that it would be within Parliament's constitutional jurisdiction to respond and say, here are the parameters that we think are appropriate, and for there to be uh, further dialogue on that issue. It's the start of the conversation. Derek, thanks so much for taking some time to talk with us today. Thanks very much. And Angela, I think I'd be remiss if I didn't say that, uh, you know, we've talked about the legal dialogue. I think we should also be mindful of the social dialogue that we should have as Canadians. And regardless of what our personal views are about assisted suicide, we think we need to be asking if we're doing all we can as a society and as individuals to help those who are suffering and those who are lonely. And uh, regardless of the law, uh, we hope that this will at least start a discussion about how we can help those around us who are in need of companionship and care. And if they're choosing to end their lives because we haven't done all we can to support them in that regard, we've let them down. And our hope is that at the very least, we can have a healthy discussion about how we can support those who need us the most. Derek Ross, he's the Executive Director, Christian Legal Fellowship. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott, weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.